0: We appreciate the Lord, and we're going to try to get started having a little something going on with my, my system this morning. See if this works. Now it's dead. How's that? Yeah, okay. So far, so good. And as soon as I get my tablet up and running, we'll be able to get this all fixed up. But in the meantime, uh, Get Sister Cory, Brother Caleb to uh, do the uh, children's part here this morning. Kids, if in the Lord,
1: you're learning about the fathers. There's hearts and crafts this morning, so there's going to be some, some stuff for the fathers after, after service today, so stick around. But uh, uh, the simple verse uh, that, that I found in uh, fathers is. Um, as a father pities his children, so so is, uh, let me guess, Sorry. Just, <laughs> <laughs> like as a father pity his children, so the Lord pities them that fear Him. And yeah. uh, I like that reference there. It's it's mm-hmm. showing yeah. us who God is yeah. through our fathers, yes. through our earthly fathers. Yeah. Yeah. So God gives His fathers so He can show us who He is through through them. I'm so looking for for a good father that would bring me to church and raise me. A work, worker working person, yeah. and uh, uh, in, in that in that he shows us who he is through our through our hev- uh, father, our heavenly father through our earthly fathers. So we're gonna sing a song, probably everybody's tired of Father Abraham. Oh, we love it. We love it.
2: The
1: only song that has the word father in it. So <laughs> all right, everybody, can stand up. All right. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you.
2: Yeah. Hey.
0: Hey. brother Cecil Buchanan and his family and so I do appreciate them being with us of course the Dodds and all of our regular folks here and Josh and Robert (laughs) which number we get him no four or or five because there's one behind it there's There's two behind us actually so we got six Roberts this morning so anyone else named Robert in here uh, okay i was just wondering i don't want to leave you out if your name robert but uh we do appreciate the lord The lord has been good to us Amen. and today is our father's day uh, uh time together and we're doing probably the first time we've actually had a, a dinner after the, the service and so we are looking forward to that we are a little cramped in space we're hoping that brother you can is going to help us expand some space, but I hadn't heard back from him yet. But anyway, we're hoping. And so, uh, anyway, do appreciate what God has done. And uh, everyone in here should be appreciative of their Father.
2: Because
0: yes. without the, him, you wouldn't be here. Yeah. And I got up this morning with an inspiration. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. If it wasn't for wives, we wouldn't have Father's Day, would we?
2: It's
0: like, yeah. But anyway, I do appreciate the Lord. Anyway, all right, we'll just move on. Uh, We're going to come to you this morning for the uh, morning tithe and offering. And I'm going to ask the Father-in-law if he'll come and receive the offering for us this morning.
1: Lord, thank you for another good day. We appreciate your great goodness to us. Lord, you're so good to your people. We're thankful, Lord. We love you. We thank you, Lord, for every good thing in life of us thinking of King David. He said, I've been young. But now I'm old. Yes. And he said, I've never seen the righteous forsaken or a seed of heaven bread. Lord, help us to yield from our hearts. That's what you look at, Lord, our very character. Yes. Bless us and help us this day. Bless the givers bless the give. Amen.
0: Amen. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Teresa, if you'll come and have a song here this morning. And um. Uh, Brother Buchanan, why don't you stand and testify for us this morning.
1: Brother, honored to be here. I appreciate the goodness of the Lord. The Bible says this is the day that the Lord has made. Yes. I will rejoice. Yes. Figured out a long time ago, the devil ain't never been able to make a day.
0: That's right. all I appreciate the Lord. But the Lord, what are going to do in the church? Amen. the Lord. Amen. All right. I'll be careful with the mics for whatever reason they won't want to ring
3: this morning. All right. Well praise the Lord. god been good to you this morning. Amen. He is good. He's always good. I um I'd like to thank the Lord for all the fathers in here. Um, Brother Jeff. He uh even when I was just a little boy, probably some of my kids' age right there, you know, he would always sorry, he would always treat me just like one of his. And uh, I'm so appreciative of that, you know, and and I've always said that without, you know, without the Lord first, but um, without Brother Jeff, you know, I wouldn't be where I'm at today in my relationship with God. He's always, you know, led me to the right path and taught me and everything else. So he's been um, like a father unto me, and I appreciate that. And, you know, I, I, was, uh, I was thinking about my kids, and I like hunting and fishing, and another one of my hobbies is uh, buying, selling, and trading guns. Sorry if you don't like it, but that's what <laughs> I like to do. And uh, so, but I've realized that Noah... Where are you at? No, stand up somewhere. Or the little curly haired boy right there, he's four. He's come up to, to me before, right, with his little Nerf guns. Daddy, what do you think I can trade this for? Daddy, can I trade this for that? Right, he's trying to trade, right? So, you know, I realize that the sons, right, they're going to try to mimic and be like just like Daddy. And I was thinking about, you know, just like Daddy. I remember um, my dad, he would, uh, he would get out there in the yard and, and throw the football with us, and I can just remember watching that ball soar across the entire yard. <laughs> And I was thinking, man, I want to be just like Daddy. I want to be able to do that one day. And um, there's other, other times, you know, one, I, I, we lived in a, a rough neighborhood in Florida when I was about six, seven, eight years old, and there was gangs there. And the gangs would come and try to pick on me and my brother. And I remember one day my daddy chased these guys. They were young, thug teenagers, right? They weren't like real gangs. They were fake gangs. But they would, he, my daddy, they were coming to pick on us. And I remember him bolting out that back door like 100 miles an hour chasing these guys through the field. And all these guys, there's like four or five of them, took off down the road running for my daddy. I was like, man, I would like to be just like my daddy one day. And, you know, it turned out that I, I unfortunately, uh, my daddy had other problems and other issues. You know, he was a hardcore drug addict. And, unfortunately, I became just like my daddy. Uh, I, I remember whenever, you know, I was, I was strung out on drugs and I was, I, was, I was at the point where I was just fixing to be just like my daddy, about to lose everything. About to lose my wife, about to lose my kids, my life. It was all gone. And there was nothing I could do about it, right? I, was, I remember being in my garage. Before I had my first son, Maddox, he's 14, I remember just thinking, I don't want to turn out like my daddy. But there I was, sitting in my garage, you know, on the, on the on the verge of something has to change, I'm going to have to pray. But something's about to go very bad. I'm not going to be here anymore. Um, so I, I remember, I remember just praying, you know, and asking God to save me. And at this time, you know, I never read the Bible or anything like that. But I remember just asking God, I don't want to be a drug addict anymore. I I, I want my wife back. I want my kids back, you know. And I don't want to be just like my daddy. I want to be, I want to be different from him. I don't want to live that type of life. But I'll tell you, when I got done praying that night, my my meth addiction was gone, my anxiety, my PTSD, my my uh, depressions, my cigarette smoking, my cussing. You know, it was all gone that very next day. And uh, when I met Jesus, I learned that Jesus says that um, be perfect like the Father in heaven is perfect. That's the Father I want to be just like. I want to be just like Daddy. So I thank God that, first of all, that he's put great godly men in my life. You know, even I'm 34 years old, even... At my, I guess I would not consider middle age just yet, but you know, to lead me in the right direction. You know, I need leading and guidance as well, but I think mostly for Jesus Christ who saved my life and my whole life, my kid, everything, right, and brought me out of that miserable mess and brought me into holiness. And I think, you know, would our kids today want to be just like daddy? If you have a kid, can they look at you and say, I want to be just like daddy? Can they look at you in your worship and say, I want to worship just like daddy in your prayer closet, right? Can they say, I want to. Pray just like that. because look at all these prayers that's been answered. Can you say that here today? So today, as we think about our Father in heaven, let's really get in and worship him. Let's worship the Lord as we sing.
2: Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Oh,
0: place. huh? He's the one that keeps the earth moving in just the right way. Just a few degrees one way or the other could mean we would burn up on this earth or we would freeze to death. Amen. Just a few degrees difference. Our God controls it. Our God controls it. Hallelujah. I remember hearing uh, one time about uh, an astronomer And uh, they asked him about life on other planets. He says, you can forget it. This is the only planet that's got life on it. This is an astronomer. Huh? They're looking for life, but they haven't found it. Now, if you want to call ammonia life, I don't call ammonia life. I call it caustic to me. (laughs) But I appreciate the Lord. We serve a great God. A wonderful God. Hallelujah. He's the one that keeps the uh, the uh, source code working in your body. He's the one that keeps that, uh, you know, where you don't have to tell yourself, huh? You ever seen people who are about to die? They're going like that because they're telling themselves, I've got to take another breath. i got to take another breath. I've got to take another breath. But we don't have to. The Lord, the Spirit of the Lord is keeping that. Amen. Going on within us. Amen. And it is the Spirit of the Lord that draws us unto Him.
2: We need Him.
0: We need Him more than you can ever
2: imagine. More
0: than what you think. More than what you calculate to be. More than what you assume to be. You need Him more. Amen. And we are in a dangerous time in this time and hour. But I appreciate the Lord. He will see us through. He will help us to be overcomers. Not a few things. He said, overcomer of all things. Thank the Lord for that.
2: This is my Father's Day
0: message i got several Scriptures, but for some reason or another, I felt to start off with this. So turn with me to Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter 1. Genesis chapter
2: 1 and verse 26.
0: And God said, Let us make man in our image after our likeness, them in the next uh chapter uh genesis 2 and verse 7 and the lord god formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into him his into his nostrils the breath of life and man became a living soul let's bow our heads dear lord jesus Lord, I thank You. I, Lord, I can't comprehend all about You. You are so great and so majestic and so You know all things and You've created all things. And I can't understand all things, but Lord, I thank You for what knowledge and understanding I do have. And I thank You, Lord, here this morning that You have given us fathers and mothers and Lord, I thank You more than anything else, Lord, that Lord, You, You have called us to be Your children and that Lord, we can be like You. Yes. And I thank You for that. Lord Jesus, here this morning, I pray, would You anoint us? Use us, oh God, to bring forth Your Word. I pray, Lord, that You would bring conviction and that You would draw souls and that You would help souls, and that You would save us. Save those who are drifting. Save those who are away from You. Save those who are even closer. You bring them even closer unto You here this morning, I pray. Lord Jesus, we thank You. I thank You for all things. Help us here this morning, I pray. In Your blessed and holy and righteous and wonderful name, that name of Jesus. And everyone said, Amen. Amen. Here in these scriptures, Brother Robert used some of these scriptures in his uh, Sunday school text talking to the men about who man is. But uh, it's important for us to recognize who we are. Huh? Uh, Originally... uh, And I think the Lord kind of got me away from it, but I was going to ask the question, so I guess I'll go ahead and ask it. Who was Adam's father? I know that brings up the other question. Did Adam have a a belly button? Well, huh? come on. Don't know. But if you answered that God is His Father, you are right. And in these scriptures, we see here that it said, and, and God said, Let us make man in our image and after our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, over all, all the creeping things. Thank the Lord. And Andrew, we can step on mole crickets and it be okay. Thank the Lord. They are not in danger. He gets upset sometimes if we step on too many mole crickets, doesn't he? Huh? Yep. And so anyway, here God made us in his likeness and his image. So what does God look like? okay let me read it again we'll go back over this and god said let us make man in our image and after our likeness and let him have dominion i'll stop right there so what does god look like thank you not a hard question but you know there's a lot of people they can't imagine what god looks like they can't see what he is you ask some people and they just say He's a big ball of energy or He's just uh, all light and all that. But no! He looks like us. Amen. And as a matter of fact, did you know that you are a trinity? All right. Hello? You have a body, you have a spirit, and you are a soul. Come on. Huh? You're a trinity. We're made in His likeness and in His image. Amen. I know Paul said that uh, Adam was the first man and Jesus was the second or the last man. I, don't, I can't remember exactly how he turned it, but I want to tell you something. He was using an argument there. Uh-huh. We're made after the original man. We right. were made after God. Right. <laughs> You want to know what God looks like? He looks like Jesus and He looks like us. Come on. Can't see the Father? Huh? And sometimes we can see images, but we're not quite sure about the Holy Ghost. One place He looks like tongues of fire. In another place He's like a dove. Come on. In another place He's like a a burning bush. Huh? That's the Holy Ghost. So... That's all free. That has nothing to do with fathers. Uh, Maybe a little bit. Turn with me now to Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs chapter 22. It is important fathers that are here Uh. I don't want to inconvenience you, but all of the fathers that are here, would you please stand? All of the fathers that are here, please stand. All of the fathers. And all of the potential fathers here, would you please stand? All of the potential fathers that are here, please stand. Thank Now you girls sit down, all right? Thank you. All right, all right. This message is for you.
2: Okay.
0: Proverbs twenty-two and six. You probably can recite it. Train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. Train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. It is so important for us Christians to train up our children in the way that they should go. The only thing that I wish is that when I was training up my children, I had the knowledge of God like I have right now. And not that growing knowledge that I had when I was training them up. Because there were so many things, if I could go back, I would do them different. But fathers, can I tell you, be the father. Potential fathers, be the father. Amen. Don't, don't, uh, uh, Let it out to some foster parent. Don't let it out to your grandparents or your parents. You be the father. And the scripture is very clear train up a child in the way he should go. Train up. Kind of a strange Hebrew word, it means to strangle, to throttle. I don't think it means like this, okay. But when I read that, that's what I thought. Throttle? Huh? Throttle up your child. No. So, I mean, that's what uh, the Hebrew word there is Training The word train up. I can't speak Hebrew, but it's something like uh, Hanak. hanok, something like that. Anyway, but it really means to narrow. To narrow things down. It is so important, parents, that while they are young, narrow down their influence. Narrow down what is coming into them. Uh, Children are like sponges. Huh? You know? Fathers, if you get aggravated and you have this little word that you don't say but just around your wife and when your children come, your children but you would be embarrassed for anyone else to know, don't say it.
2: Amen.
0: Because they'll repeat it. Huh? Be careful. Uh, in this world and time, you could go to a Christian school. I, I personally learned how to drink, smoke, and uh, cuss at a Christian school. I didn't have that going on when I was in the public school, it's when I went to the Christian school. Huh? So, what am I saying? Not all Christian schools are Christian schools. Okay? So, you must be careful. But still, uh, you know, we need to be careful about what influences our children. And, uh, you know, we've been looked down on as a group for years. Because we have said if you're gonna raise your children up in a Christian fashion, don't have a television. Huh? Limit the type of music that they have. Right. Don't play rock and roll music. Huh? Don't play hard rock or any of these subtexts. Don't be playing or or listening to country music, huh? Right. Yeah. Be careful about it. if you listen to comedians. Come on. Yeah. Be careful yeah. about the gospel groups yeah. you watch on the VCR. That's right.
2: True. Right.
0: Hello? That's true. Huh? You ever heard of all the inconsistencies? Right. Won't watch television, but we'll watch. We'll watch our favorite gospel group. Yeah. Huh? Yeah. You better be careful about some of your favorite gospel groups. Right. Yeah. Huh? And so fathers, it's important to throttle, to narrow down, to bring it down uh, to an easy path for them to learn. Children are just like you are, creatures of habit. Huh? And so if every day you have Bible reading and some Bible study and praying, guess what will happen with your children? Hello? Hello? Train up a child in the way he should go. When I was raising my children, uh, I didn't do all that like I should have. Huh? I tried to teach them the values that I had. But you know, it's important for you not only to teach the values that you have, but to also uh, show them the values. Yeah. Brother Todd talked a little earlier. Huh? Yeah. Has your children seen you shout? Uh-huh. Have your children seen you worship God and praise God? Yes, God? Huh? Now, your mom and dad, if they weren't lost, my parents weren't holding this, And uh, I'll be honest with you, they went to a charismatic church, but they didn't get in like a holiness church does.
2: Yeah.
0: Huh? I remember when I first went to Savannah before Robert was even born. And I uh, went down to that Savannah church and when I left there I thought what in the world was this?
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. At first service somebody went and took a dash around the church just like that and I'm thinking what is going on here? <laughs> Hello? Well, yeah. later on I learned that was the Spirit of the Lord. Yeah. And though I went and really and truly, I said to myself, I'll never come back to a holiness church. Hello? I'm sorry. I've gotten into that bad habit recently. Again. Uh, even though I said I'd never go back to a holiness church, by the next week, I was wanting to go back.
2: Amen.
0: And it wasn't just because of treason. It wasn't. But there was a difference in the preacher. There was a difference in the worship. There was a difference in the songs and how the people got in. You could tell they were sincere. They wanted what they were talking about. Amen. And not only that, they weren't just saying, I'm a Christian, but they were proving it. Amen. Lifting their hands. Amen. And uh, they weren't ashamed to cry out. Amen. Praise the Lord! Thank you, Jesus! When I was a little boy in the Baptist Church on Tybee Island, Chapel by the Sea Baptist Church, I remember her name was Ann Kilroy, but I didn't know who she was originally. And a preacher got to preaching, and someone said, Amen! Who was that?
2: Huh? Amen!
0: you know and i could hear my parents turn around turn around come on quit looking back there yes. took me several services to find out but i finally found out who was saying amen yes. huh i don't want to be in a church that's Right. 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 Amen. i don't want to have dry preaching even if i'm doing it brother right. <laughs> i don't like I don't like it. I want something that's alive. Something that'll nourish my soul. Something that'll help me to feel more than just sleepy on the pew. Hallelujah. I want the real thing. Fathers, you're going to have to be that example. You're going to have to be that example for your children. Mothers, I'm not saying you're not important, but uh, we done had Mother's Day, and so this is Father's turn, okay? And so fathers, you've got to be that character witness. Amen. That example in your home. And when you're a small child or when you have small children in your home, you're really what they see as God in your home. Huh? I remember one of my boys, uh, they were playing with a toy. I don't know, maybe... I don't think it was Todd, but anyway, one of them boys, and they broke it, and I overheard my middle boy say to his friend, ah, don't worry about it, my dad can fix anything. (laughs) Woo, boy, I I felt about eight feet tall, but when he brought me the thing, I I saw it, I thought, oh, my, (laughs) lesson in life, dad can't fix everything, huh? But we are to teach them. Limit their intake. Some of the families here, I think it's happened to every family. After children go to school, they come back and the children are, are showing off their new words that they learn. Huh? And where did you learn that? Well, a friend at school, you know. That's why children are like sponges. We need to teach our children the right way. Tell your children before they go to kindergarten and all that, if you hear a word that you never heard before, ask me before you. Amen.
2: Okay?
0: Train them. Throttle them. Then here it says, as it says, in the way. That's talking about the action of what we're doing. How we are walking. How we are traveling. We all are in the way. But we're not all in the same way. We're all heading somewhere in life. We're all heading somewhere in eternity. Where are you heading? And I can tell you from experience that life is like a large ship. How many, well, I'll just tell on some ladies. Uh, Over at Brother Dodd's, I've seen a couple ladies get into a paddle boat thing, and they go out there, and they make a couple strange turns, you know. And uh, then at one point, they're just kind of going around in a circle, you know, trying to drive. But the thing that I'm trying to point out is in that small boat, The direction you turn the the rudder, it moves very quickly. It's very sensitive. But the larger and larger you get of a vessel, the harder and harder it is to turn. A large cargo ship could take a quarter of a mile to do just an eighth of a turn. That's why they have tugboats to bring them up into the harbor uh, because they can't make that turn on their own. Can I tell you something? If you get your life going in such a large direction and in the wrong direction, it can take a while to get that ship turned around. And so children, while you're young, Start off in the right direction. Start off in the right direction. Seeking after the Lord. And so we need to teach our children the ways that they should go. And um, there were several, uh, a couple of commentators that I pulled some things out of that I thought were very good. Uh, Adam Clark talking about, um, he, he said you could interpret that um, when you interpret Scripture, you can change words just slightly, and it all mean the same. But he said another interpretation would be initiate the child at the opening of his path. <laughs> initiate. Now, initiations. Thank the Lord, they've outlawed a lot of them. Okay. When I was in high school. Seniors always initiated the freshmen coming into the basketball team. Wasn't always fun, but if you were strong enough, you could get away sometimes. But there was generally pain involved. And these scriptures, unfortunately, the world has got it wrong. The world says don't beat your children, put them in the corner. Yeah. Give them time out. Huh? You give a child time out when they've done something wrong and all they're doing is plotting how to do it and you not catch catching next time. Right? Amen. And so, uh, but here, initiate the child at the beginning, at the opening of his life, at the beginning of his walking. Teach him how to walk. And I want to say something else to you and um, I hope y'all don't feel bad with me. You need to teach your children manners. Yes. Manners. You need to teach them... Some of y'all are going to really laugh. You need to teach them how to set a table.
2: Yes.
0: You need to teach them some etiquette. Somehow or another, we've gone so far away that we are raising children in church and they don't know nothing. Come on. They don't know how to act. They don't know how to work. They don't know how to go to a boss. They don't know how to do anything. And so we need to teach them. Teach them young. Amen. I was always getting on to my children. Be walking from the car back to the house. There'd be a candy wrapper there. We'd walk past it and I'd stop them. Do you notice something? No, I didn't see nothing. How about I go back there and pick up that candy wrapper? That's right. Yeah. Huh? Uh-huh. After a while, I didn't have to do that. Uh-huh. They had been trained. Candy wrapper on the ground goes in the trash. Yeah. Right. Huh? Right. My wife taught them make up your beds when you get right. up in the morning.
2: Amen.
0: Some of you don't do that, fathers.
2: Some of you don't do that, mothers.
0: Make up your bed. Amen. I don't really know the purpose of it in life. I just know it's a good thing to do. Huh? Discipline. I ask my wife sometimes, Teresa, we're going to lay back down in, in just a couple hours. Why, why don't we make it up again? Huh? You know what her answer is? Someone may come to visit and come look in here.
2: Amen. <laughs>
0: Woo! It works! Huh? We as fathers need to train our children. Prepare them for life. Prepare them for disappointments in their lives. Amen. Teach them how to lose. Teach them how to lose. I've been to several churches where that competitive spirit is so strong, amen, that uh, if somebody uh, loses a little old softball game or some little thing out there, they get unsanctified at a holiness church. Teach them to lose. Amen. Amen. You know, they call Jesus a loser. I'm very serious. Even the Jews today say, we would not follow anybody who has been hung on a tree. Huh? He was a loser. No, he wasn't. In that loss, he became the greatest victor of all time. And so here, uh, uh, anyway, he said initiate him early uh train them up uh, means to dedicate them, consecrate them, teach them those things that are holy, that are righteous. Uh, yeah, sometimes I get parents to apologize I'm so sorry my child uh, uh, you know started hollering I had to take him out and beat him and I say no, thank you, <laughs> thank you.
2: Huh?
0: There have been some times when a parent takes them out we, Everybody else is just about applauding. Thank you. You'll understand it if the Lord Terry, You will. Yes. And so, um, Pulpit Commentary had a little thing. that said, um, If from his early years a child is thus trained, when he is old, he will not depart from it this way. This education in accordance to his idiosyncrasies will bear fruit all his life long. Yeah. It will become a second nature and will never be obliviated. We had a man that came to the church for several years, didn't get saved till I think he was up in his 40s, something like that. But he had been raised in wholeness and I asked him about this scripture. says he'll never depart from it says does that mean they will always come back he was a preacher too he said I don't think that's what it means he said whenever I would lay down after partying or doing whatever I did and I would lay down and close my eyes he said all of my upbringing would rush back through my mind one more time it will never depart from them. They'll run. They'll, they'll do everything they can to deny where they come from. But all they will, they will never get away from it. And so fathers, train up your children. Train them up the right way. Train them up with the Bible. Bible memory. Huh? Memorizing verses, learning what it is, what's going on. Be honest with your children. I never was one in trying to raise my children to try to, you know, hide trouble and all that. But there were times my wife and I, we thought, well, they don't know what's going on. I found out something. Youngins gossip as much as adults do. And so we have to be willing to sit down and explain to our children what's happened. That great preacher, he backslid. He did. But that doesn't mean God's wrong. It doesn't mean that God has left. And it doesn't mean that His teaching... While well, he was saved, wasn't right. We got to teach them.
2: Amen.
0: We need to warn them. Huh? So, how many in here goes to X rated movies? I'm so glad. <laughs> huh? Do you know that uh, children around the age of some of these young ones right here? They can't discern between a G-rated, sometimes, maybe not an X, but an R-rated movie. They can't discern between that. They can't discern between, I mentioned it earlier, watching those gospel videos. Huh? You know, they got that after the rock and roll and the other type singers, gospel guys did. They can't discern between that. And so their question comes in their mind at some point in time, well, if I can watch this, what's wrong with that?
2: Right. Mm
0: -hmm. Amen. It has to do with the end goal. Right. Right. It has to do with programming. It has to do with what comes into our hearts and our minds and what we learn. I'm sorry to say, but all of us are involved with styles, huh? We all, man, I like that shirt. Well, you might not have seen that on television, but somebody else saw it on television, went out and bought that shirt or made that shirt. Yeah, amen. Hello. We're it's all involved. Train up your children. Train up your children. Thank y'all for letting me have a couple of hobby horse time here. Uh There's another man that uh, talked about training up your child on these verses. He said, uh, in these scriptures, he said, make a narrow for the boy on the mouth of his way or the beginning of his way. It contains the idea of the old Hebrews in respect to education, restraint, control, repression. Let there be uh, restraint to the boy or his youth as to his evil tendency hedge him in as Miller reads restrain from the wrong way and constrained to the good thy mouth the mouth of the way will would naturally be understood of the beginning of it but the phrase has a conventional sense meaning according to according to the measure of hence the passage would read train a child according To his way. Not all children are book smart. Not all children are music smart. Not all children are craft smart. But God has given a gift to everyone. And we've got to recognize that. So that is not the area that we constrain him in. We constrain him or her in their actions. How they treat others. How they uh, do with uh, uh, possessions. Property rights. Huh? Oh, I wish everybody would teach their children property rights. Huh? Put a name on it. This is Susie's. And this is Nancy's. Okay? You can't play with Nancy's toy unless Nancy has given you permission to. And if she asks for it back, give it to her because it's not yours, it's hers some of y'all look like what? (laughs) what? huh? (laughs) the end result is when they get older and they decide to borrow the neighbor's car (laughs) hello? huh? we got your child, just stole your neighbor's car no I didn't, you know, we're just sharing
2: (laughs) huh?
0: It's important for us to train them up the right way. Um, there was a, a, a Latin quote that was in here, and uh, I dislike it very much when the commentator's brother writes a Latin quote and doesn't give the definition. Because when I finally came around, They quit teaching Latin. Okay? And so, anyway, there was a saying that they had back during the medieval days that said, where once soaked, keep the fragrance for a long time. In other words, if you take a cloth and you soak it in something that smells good and you pull that cloth back out and it dries it'll still have that fragrance. Right, right. It'll still have that smell. Yeah. Right. And that's the way they say one of the ways we ought to train our children. Yeah. Amen. And um, Teresa, come on and uh, come and uh, have us a song here this uh, morning. Who is our Father? Isaiah 9 and 6 for unto us a child is born unto us a son is given and the government shall be upon his shoulder and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor the Mighty God the Mighty God Singing a moment. Amen. Hey. Okay. Obey Him if we'll follow after that still small voice. He'll keep us in the right path. Scripture says He'll teach us all things. But we need to hear that voice. Let's stand all across the house. Do you hear the voice of the Lord speaking? When I was growing up, if somebody said that they heard voices, even if they said they heard the Lord's voice, they'd take you down to a psychologist and maybe put you in Milledgeville, which is where the factory of the Rover Rooms used to be at here in Georgia. You're crazy! But Jesus said, notice who said it. Jesus, the Son of God, God. He said, my sheep, hear my
2: voice.
0: Ah, don't ignore that voice. Ah, if you ignore that voice, it'll cause you trouble. It'll cause you heartache. You're going to have some of that anyway. But if you'll listen to that voice, He'll bring you through. Listen for him. He's trying to talk to you. Heads bowed, eyes closed. Who in there? Who in here needs a father that will love you? Will encourage you. will teach you the right things. Who needs a father? He'll always be there Through thick and thin Teach us the ways of life Always provide just what we need I'm going to tell you I had a good earthly father I really did I had a good earthly father But before he passed on I found a better one I still love my earthly father. But oh, I can't do without my heavenly father. I can't do without my Jesus. I gotta have him. And when this world crashes around me, even as a Christian, he's always there. And he'll keep us. So this morning, when your heads bowed, Who in here would like to have the Heavenly Father live in your life? Who would like to have Him live in your life? To live through your life? Huh? Oh, that one. My dad never abused me. I'd rather have my dad beat me than my mama. I can tell you something, you, God the Father, Jesus Christ, we're not preaching a Trinity message. They're different, but they're the same. Huh? He'll never abuse you. He will always keep you. He will carry you through when you're close to death. He'll carry you through when you're on the mountain tops and in the valleys. You older fathers know what I'm talking about? When they're young, they step on your feet. But when they're old, they step on your heart. Jesus is there. He'll help us. Who needs this Father? He'll come to this altar this morning and say, Jesus, I need you. I need you. I need you to change me, to save me, to make me your child. He'll do it this morning. He's just looking for you who will come. While they sing a verse, Said to help you, encourage you, throttle you, huh? God, you, Jesus. Get us in the right direction. I appreciate the Lord. And um, you, God uh, God. Teresa, how are you working this back there? Okay, we got as you can spell. Close
2: to heaven back. Well, but anyway, it's pretty good. We have a lot of good food back oh. there, so we're asking all of our older folks. To stay downstairs, I think we have plenty of room for you. And upstairs is more seating. If you can climb steps, if you can't, we'll find a room for you. We're just asking nobody to eat out here, if you don't mind. No one out here. Children, I think you can stand the feet. Right. <laughs> and if you'll let all the oh, guests go first. Jackie.
0: Jackie. I missed something. Sister Corey. Okay. Thank you. You can't leave till she does her part.
2: Okay, this is Bunny.
1: Um, can I have all the children that helped
2: us put these together?
0: They did a great job. Okay, do you want to say something about your dad? Whatever you want to do. This is your part. I don't know.
2: If you want to say something about your dad, just make it quick.
0: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: <we're not laughs> All right, this one is specific. Okay, so dads, you're getting a super dad candy yeah. bar. Okay, <laughs> okay. Because we think
1: you're very super. All right, this is for Ricky. So y'all can say something about Ricky real quick. Ricky takes
2: care of me when I get hurt, and he gets me. Hey, Hello. Andrew. Go. Okay. <laughs> wants to send your love's grandpods. Okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think for you're being nice and funny. Uh, <laughs> Yay! <yeah>. Uh, <laughs> I ran out of kids. Okay.
0: Some of you kids come back up here. We're going to recycle you. Recycle,
2: recycle. <laughs> need runners. Okay. Is that Oh, oh. oh. It's, uh, it's sitting. It's sitting Yeah. <laughs> 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 <It's>, <laughs>
1: Oh, three more kids, four more kids, five more kids. Oh.
3: Okay. Did I miss any minutes that are not
2: teenagers? <laughs> <laughs>
0: All right. Well, we appreciate uh, everything that you did. I appreciate the candy bar. One of my favorites. All right. And uh, I'm glad my youngins aren't here, so I don't have to share them. (laughs) All right. Uh, We're going to uh, pray before we go back there to start eating. Uh, Brother Dodd, have us stand and pray over the meal for us. Father, we
1: come to you in Jesus' name this afternoon. We thank you for this day. special day with friends and family as we gather together in your name. We ask you just be with us. We thank you for your word this morning. We pray that it would be applied to our hearts, that we would not only be men of action and fathers that love our children, with God, but God, that we would have a heart to be just like you. So Father, we pray you be with us this day. Bring us back this evening. bless, sanctify the food that is us. In Jesus' name we pray.
2: Amen. Amen.